Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. We're in Lewis, Delaware with my new friend, Rachel Kipp, the co-author of 100 Things to Do in Delaware Before You Die. Rachel first visited Lewis as a newspaper reporter, and she loves its beautiful beaches, surprising history, and overall vibe. In this episode, Rachel and I talk about attending the Sea Witch Festival, going hiking in Cape Hanlopen State Park, and drinking a beer at the Dogfish Head Brewing Company. Hear about these three incredible attractions and so much more. If you know someone that wants to visit Delaware, I'd love it if you shared this episode with them. The show notes will be available at wetravelthere.com forward slash Lewis. Now let's get started. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Don't you just hate waiting in line for security at the airport? Me too. Even the pre-check lines are slammed most of the time today. That's why I use Clear to skip the lines and get to my flight quicker. For my listeners, I've actually worked out a special deal where you can try Clear for free for two months. This is a limited time offer, so go to wetravelthere.com forward slash clear to sign up today. Hey, Rachel, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Everything's going great. So today we're talking about Lewis, Delaware, and... Quite honestly, I, I don't really know much about the city, but I, I was doing a little research about it, and it, it seems like a fascinating little area. Yeah, no, it really is a fascinating area. So Lewis is one of kind of a string of um, beach towns in southern Delaware. So Lewis, Rehoboth Beach, Dewey Beach, Bethany Beach, they're just nice, beautiful beach towns that have a lot of interesting things to do and some interesting history, too. Oh, that's fantastic. So what's your connection to the area? Well, I moved here, gosh, about 15 years ago now to work as a newspaper reporter for the state's largest newspaper, and I just kind of never left. My husband here, who's a Delaware native or as close to a Delaware native as you can get, and just kind of stayed here and just really grew to love the area, um, so much so that my husband and I have actually written two travel books about Delaware. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, all those books are from Reedy Press, and I, I love all the different series and and how just like this really great knowledge that... The average person really doesn't know about those areas. Right. It's interesting because um, Reedy had done a lot of books, at least at the time that we pitched our first one, which is 100 Things to Do in Delaware Before You Die. Um, they had a lot of books that were city-specific, and we kind of pitched, I think, one of their initial books that were state-specific, our idea being Delaware is one of the smallest states, so it is kind of almost like a big city in a way. I mean, we have less people here than your average major metropolitan area. And then also just um, a lot of times Delaware gets kind of short shrift in the travel book, travel blog realm. Usually we get lumped in with Philadelphia, lumped in with DC, but there really is so much to do here. And it's definitely worth a book or multiple books of its own. If you had to describe the people or or the area of Lewis in just a couple of words, how would you do that? I would say um, just relaxed. I mean, it's really the kind of place to go when you want to just have a relaxing day, see some beautiful scenery, eat good food, just kind of chill out from the work week or take a vacation where you're not going to be on the go a lot. You know, there's a lot of opportunities to just kind of sit, enjoy, have spend time with your family, spend time with your friends. For sure. Now, when we're recording this, we're getting towards the end of the summertime and your temperatures are changing a little bit. When people think of Delaware, honestly, one of the last things I think about it is the beach. Uh, you know, uh, coming from California and everything, but there's so many different great beaches there and so many other great things to do. What's the temperature like throughout the year and when is the best time to visit? Sure. I mean, so we, we don't have California temperatures, unfortunately. Um, so Delaware has four distinct seasons. 
one advantage to the beach towns that's always just a little bit cooler on the beaches than in the rest of the state. So, I mean, during your your big heat waves in the summer, it's actually a really nice time to go to Lewis Beach. There's a lot of times when we're having, you know, one of those 90 degree, 100 degree humid heat waves where at the end of the day, I'm just like, let's let's drive to the beach because we live about 40 minutes away. Just let's go because it's, it's one place where you can get a nice, cool breeze. Uh, the busiest time of the year for the Delaware beaches is definitely summer. And obviously, there's a lot to do during the summer. I mean, you'll find free concerts, yoga on the beach, great farmers markets, festivals. But they're also really great places to visit in spring and early fall. The weather is still fairly nice. Um, there's not as many crowds. You'll probably have an easier time finding parking. Most of the attractions are still open. But I am also one of those people that I am actually a big promoter of go to the beach in the winter. Why not? It can be, you know, even if it's cold, it's still beautiful. Um, Actually, my family did a great winter photo walk at Cape Hamilton State Park in Lewis one year. I mean, it was in January and it was freezing, but it was really beautiful. We walked over there at sunset. There was ice and a little bit of snow on the beach. It was really neat. That's pretty amazing. Yeah, especially like if you're trying to get photos trying to do it during the, the summertime there's absolutely no way hey everybody can you please move out of the way we're going to take a photo right uh, that's not really going to happen so you get the beach pretty, pretty much to yourself yeah you pretty much get the beach to yourself and i would even say even during the shoulder seasons there's just a lot more time to spread out and just kind of get your own have your own space but even in the summer i mean if you really are strategic and plan to if you're if you're driving down for the day if you get there early you do get a little bit of time or before the crowds get really heavy or if you come later in the day I mean one of the, my again one of my favorite things to do actually is go to Lewis City Beach after about five o'clock in the summer because there's a lot fewer crowds it's mostly locals at that point and you kind of walk on the beach see the sunset see the sand castles kids have built during the day and it's really pretty now you mentioned that there's different festivals that occur throughout the year there any that really come to mind So one festival that actually takes place in the fall, so after the busy summer season, is um, every October in the city of Rehoboth Beach, they have something called the Sea Witch Festival. So they have a big parade. They do trick-or-treating down Rehoboth Avenue, which is the main drag that goes through town. They'll have a lot of different sort of shoot offshoot events um, as part of it. They have a bunch of, they have a big balloons shaped like the Sea Witch. Um, The local ice cream shop actually has special flavors for Sea Witch. So one of them is it's um, dark chocolate ice cream with like a raspberry swirl and little bat shaped sprinkles. It's a really, it's really fun to go to. That sounds really cool. I bet my kids would really love that. <laughs> yeah. We're going to take my little kids this year. I'm looking forward to it. That's perfect. Okay. So let's take a step back. If, if we're going to visit Delaware and visit all these little beach communities, how do we get there? Is there an airport nearby or do we fly to one of the bigger cities and then drive over? So Delaware is challenging in that it does not really have a major airport. There is not really commercial service to Wilmington, which is the state's largest city, which is actually in the northern part of the state anyway. Your best bet is either to fly into Baltimore, Washington International Airport, which is about an hour and a half away, or to Philadelphia Airport, which is about the same distance, and then run a car. But you are going to need a car to get around, so... Okay. Yes. I mean, an hour and a half, that's not that bad. I mean, really, that was my commute when I lived in LA. So it's it's not too bad. But like, once we get there and say we are driving the car, is parking easy to find? It depends. So it is a lot harder to find parking in the summer. I would say in the summer, if you are trying to go to the beach, trying to go to places in the downtown areas, you really need to go early. And if you go early, you have a much better chance of finding a spot. However, the Delaware statewide bus service, which is called DART, They actually run several park and ride locations in the beach area where you can park your car 
and then take a shuttle bus that actually is going to stop at a bunch of the major beach areas. And it's just a nominal fee. Um, it really is a great option if you want to go to Lewis, Rehoboth, or Bethany Beach in the summer. So parking is free in all of those areas from like late fall through early spring. But in the summer, you are going to be paying by the hour. Um, Lewis and Rehoboth Beach both have um, Park Mobile, which I know is a popular app that a lot of people use. So if you have that on your phone, you're kind of already in good shape. Okay, perfect. And and if you're renting a car, make sure you register the license plate ahead of time because you don't want to get <laughs> you don't want to get hit with fees from the from the the rental car agency. Yeah, make sure you select when you put in your parking zone number. Make sure you pick one that's in Delaware because I actually got when I was traveling once I got a ticket when I selected a parking zone the same number zone but in a completely different state from where I was. Oh no! And was shocked to come back and get that little ticket envelope on my windshield. Oh yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> Now, say you want to park your car, because I know there's some good breweries and some other good things in, in the area, you know, if you want to imbibe a little bit. Are there like Uber and Lyft and those type of things around so that way you don't have to drive if you don't want to? Yeah, those are all available in the area. Um, and again, I mean, you could do that park and ride option if you had a designated driver that could drive you back to where you're staying. Yeah, and all of those things are available. Okay, perfect. Now, uh, speaking of, as far as like where we're going to stay, are there any recommended hotels uh, as far as like cute little Airbnbs or like uh, boutique hotels, or should we just pick one of like the, the major chains that's around? So uh, there are a lot of great options via local realtors or Airbnbs in terms of renting a beach house. Um, that's something that my family actually does every fall. We it's almost a staycation because we don't live that far away, but we do an Airbnb in Lewis for a week every like every fall. And there's lots of great options for that kind of thing. There are a lot of locally independently owned boutique hotels and um, bed and breakfast. So a couple that um, we like, um, the Dogfish Inn in Lewis is owned by the folks that own Dogfish Head, the brewery. And they have brought a lot of really interesting touches to the hotel. They actually refurbished it. It's really it's a really nice place to stay and also within walking distance of Lewis downtown and then also Lewis Beach. Also near the, with really good beach access, there is a Marriott Residence Inn in Bethany Beach and then a Hyatt Place in Dewey Beach. And then lots of um, independently owned um, hotels in Rehoboth, that are actually, Rehoboth Beach that are actually right on the boardwalk. Um, in terms of chain hotels, the majority of those are actually located on Highway 1, which is actually kind of the main travel artery that kind of goes through the beaches areas. But it's probably about 15 minutes or so from the actual beach itself. So staying there, I mean, you're going to get probably a better value in terms of if you're on a budget, that would be a great option, but you are going to have to do a little bit of driving to get to the beach. Sure, sure. Yeah. Anytime you're closer to the beach, the price is always going to go up for sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So uh, let's talk about some of the things we're going to do. Obviously the beaches, it's a great way, you, you know, either taking your family photos like you talked about, or just being able to hang out and do some of the water sports. What else should we look to do over there in, in Lewis? One of the things that we love to do during the summer, actually, is in Rehoboth Beach, there's a couple of different arcades, probably the best one being Funland. So they have games, they have ski ball, they have bumper cars, they also have an area that has a bunch of amusement park rides. It's really something that we've enjoyed doing as a family for a really long time. I mean, and also something that we've done with friends. It's just fun to go ride the rides, play the games, try to win a prize. Um, and it's been run by the same family for decades. So it's really like a great fun place to go. Um, another thing that we really enjoy doing is going to Cape Henlopen State Park. I mean, there's a lot of different options of things you can do there. They have a nature center. They have a lot of bike trails. It actually has probably become somewhat well-known because President Biden likes to go biking there. They also have a playground for kids. They have a lot of different hiking trails. 
They have some actually some lookout towers from the date back to World War II when it was more it was a military installation, one of which you can climb up into and actually see out, you know, you're high up in the air, can see out over the beach. The Rehoboth Lewis area is also a great place if you wanted to take a day trip to Astigue Island National Seashore. It's only about an hour and a half away. That's where you can see they have wild wild horses there. I think that have been kind of, they were made famous a little bit famous by Misty of Chincoteague, the book. So Chincoteague is just south of Assateague, and they just have horses that live there, and they're very they'll come right up next to you, and it's really cool to see. Oh wow! Yeah, no, I mean one thing they also remind you when you go there is you do not feed them, pet them. They're not pets, but they're really beautiful to watch um, and take pictures. Uh, another thing that's really fun to do is that there's lots of places in the Lewis Rehoboth area in Bethany Beach, Dewey Beach, to take surfing lessons, rent stand-up paddle boards, go kayaking, really get a chance to explore both the bay and the ocean side of that area. That sounds amazing. Yeah, so many different great things to do. I mean, a lot of times people just assume when they go to the beach, we're just going to hang out on the beach and sit there and bake like a lobster, right? <laughs> but you can do so- that if you want. Yeah, I'm bald, so my you know my head cooks in a minute, you know. So I I need to find other things to do that aren't just you know laying there. It sounds like so many different great things to do, especially you know with with families and and kids and everything. Now, obviously, all these activities we're going to be burning calories, we're going to be building up an appetite. Where should we go for for some really good food while we're there? So there are a lot of different great places to eat there. Um, a couple of places that we really enjoy. There is um, so a, a long highway one, which is, like I said, the main artery. There is a bagel shop called Surf Bagel that is a great place to go for breakfast. They really have probably the best bagels that I've had within a pretty decent area around here. I haven't found bagels that compare in Philadelphia or D.C., so it's probably about the closest. It's, it's not as good as New York, but it's about as close to New York as you're going to get. They have great bagel sandwiches, great these gigantic fruit smoothies. The service is super fast. The staff is great. It's just a great place to have breakfast. Um, another place we love for breakfast is Honey's Farm Fresh Gourmet Kitchen. They have locations in Lewis and also in Bethany Beach. And actually, the Bethany Beach location is it's in a train car. Oh, wow. So you're actually sitting in the train car. Um, and we actually took my kids to do that last fall, and they they loved it because they're very into trains. Another place that we would recommend, so Dogfish Head has, like I said, their brewery is in Milton, which is a city that's a little bit inland, and you can actually go there and tour, and they have kind of a food truck type setting for food there. They also have a couple of restaurants in Rehoboth Beach, so Dogfish Head Brewings and Eats is actually in the original brewery location, and it's kind of brew pub food, and then very nearby they have um, a restaurant called Chesapeake and Maine, a little fancier and focuses more on, I guess, liquor in terms of drinks, but they also have great food. Some other places we like, um, Matt's Fish Camp, which has locations in Lewis and Bethany Beach. Old World Breads, which has a bakery that also has sandwiches. They're located right along um, a bike trail that goes from Rehoboth to Georgetown, which is another city inland. So it's actually a great place if you want to go biking, stop there, get some food, finish your biking, your bike trip. Uh, another place we like is Rosenfeld's, which is a Jewish-style deli. And then finally, if you want dessert, um, a big favorite of ours in Rehoboth Beach is called the Ice Cream Store. They have hundreds of flavors, literally, and they have really interesting, creative flavors. Again, they were the ones that have the um, the Sea Witch-themed flavor. They also have um, one with a, like one called Cereal Killer that has a bunch of different cereals in it. 
They have invented a flavor in honor of President Biden that was like Biden's White House cherry. They've had a couple different flavors that have really hot peppers in them where you actually have to sign a release before they'll serve it to you. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, because uh, the um, the owner of it actually he also owns a hot sauce store. Oh, cool. Yeah, my wife loves all the, all the spicy foods and everything like that. So we'll have to see if she'll, she'll do the, ice, the hot ice cream. Yeah, no, I've I never tried it, but I have friends that have. <laughs> yeah, anytime I have to sign a release for something, I'm a little sketchy, right? Yeah. <laughs> so if I'm there visiting in Lewis and maybe get grandma to watch the kids for us for the weekend or something, is Chesapeake and Maine like the, the place where I go if I want to take her out on a really nice date night? That would be one. It would be a great place to do it. Um, there are definitely other places as well. Another one that some friends of ours really enjoy is called Striper Bites, which is in Lewis. Um, it's like fish focused. We have toddlers, so we don't get out as much as maybe <laughs> yeah. others do. Um, but yeah, no, there's definitely a lot of fine dining if you want to play. If you want somewhere that's kind of romantic, that's a little more grown up to take your significant other. Sure, sure. Like I said, you know, we have kids as well. You know, they're seven and eleven. And what if we want to go someplace that has some music, but some cool atmosphere, but not like super loud, like I'm 20 something years old, you know? Right. One of the places that we really like, it's called, it's in Delaware Seashore State Park, which is south of Lewis near Bethany Beach. They actually have a um, restaurant and bar there in the state park. It's called Big Chill Beach Club and it's open air. They have a bar. I think they occasionally have music, but they also have food and it's a great place to go. I mean, you can go have a beach day, watch the surfers, take a lesson and then have a, have a great meal there. Nice. Yeah. It's one of those things I think Maybe, you know, as parents, you can sit there and, and chill out, let your kids kind of play in the sand and, and everybody's happy, right? Right. Well, Rachel, I really appreciate you sharing all these amazing tips for Lewis. I've learned so much about the area and I can't wait to come and check it out. Especially, you know, I, I know I drink some of the, the dogfish head IPAs over here in Nashville. And so I got to go out there and check it out straight from the source, right? Yeah, no, I've actually, I mean, I'm not a big drinker, but I've taken a brewery tour and it's really fascinating to do. That's awesome. So now it's time for the final countdown. If somebody only had time for one meal when they visited the area, where should they go and what should they eat? So I would say Surf Bagel, and my favorite thing to get there is the Novalox on a sesame bagel with um, the veggie cream cheese. Oh, wow. That sounds like quite the concoction there. <laughs> and so you've been in the area for quite a while. You must have some fantastic stories. Which one are your most memorable? Um, so I would say one of the most memorable is, so last fall, for the first time, my family and I, along with another family, we rented a beach house for a week in Lewis and kind of stayed for a week as tourists. It was kind of the first time that we'd really stay, like usually we drive there for the day and we drive back because we don't live very far. So it was really nice just to kind of be a true tourist there for a week and really get a chance to kind of like spend as much time as we wanted at all the places without having to worry about having to drive home really let my kids experience all sorts of different things because we didn't have to worry about getting them to bed because bed was 10 minutes away. So one of the things we did do with them is we went back out to that same place where we'd taken the winter photo walk and actually watched the sunset with them. We went to Cape Henlopen State Park and actually found there's a really, so um, in, in that part of Delaware, there are both bay beaches and ocean beaches. In Lewis, at Cape Henlopen at Lewis City Beach, it's primarily bay beaches, which are great for younger kids because there's not really, there's not a lot of waves. And the water is shallow for a really long way out, so they don't get nervous. It's a lot safer for them. And we there's a great little beach right by the fishing pier at Cape Hamilton State Park where you almost, we almost had it to ourselves. And because the water was so shallow, it formed there were a lot of sandbars that formed in the sand. So the kids got to walk out to what they called islands, and they really thought it was like the greatest thing ever. Oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, it's those memories like that are really what it's all about, just having fun times with the with the kids and and again, maybe they're not going to remember it when they get older, but you'll certainly have those memories for the rest of your life. 
Yeah, no, it was great. We also took a miniature golfing for the first time. If you haven't miniature golfed with three toddlers, then have you miniature <laughs> golfed? I think yeah. not. And like you said, like a lot of times we, we live in these areas and we always like travel all over the world and do all these other things. And we forget that right in our backyard, there's really awesome like local businesses and cool attractions and stuff like that, that we kind of like gloss over. Cause like, oh yeah, they're, they're always there. Well, we can always go do it, but if we don't support those small businesses. You know, they may not be there the next time we, we uh, have a little bit of time. Right. I mean, and that's exactly like one of the reasons that my husband and I tr- decided to write um, our first book, 100 Things to Do in Delaware Before You Die. And then we have actually a book that's coming out very soon called Secret Delaware, A Guide to the Weird, Wonderful and Obscure. And really just the idea was about for both of them is really just like the beauty of being a tourist in your own town, in your own state. Because I think a lot of times, like you said, we get into these routines, we do the same things over and over, but there really are just so many interesting things to do right under your nose where you live. And especially in the past couple of years when we all haven't been able to maybe travel as far and as wide as we'd like to, I think it's really great to be able to know that you can have adventures without having to go really far and you can support great independent businesses that really, you know, appreciate your support. Absolutely. So speaking of good times and happy memories, where's the happiest happy hour in Lewis? Um, so I would actually say you'd go slightly south to Dogfish Head, um, Brewings and Eats. So that is in the original spot site of the Dogfish Brewery. And so that place is great because they actually serve a lot of dogfish concoctions there that you can't get anywhere else. So they'll try out new beers there. They'll have things that have been discontinued there. And also for folks that don't drink too much like myself, they had uh, had a non-alcoholic thing called beach beer, which is basically tastes like root beer there. So like the nice thing when I went there with some friends who are into beer, like there was something fun and new for me too. And the food is also really good. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's one of those things like, you know, I mean, I have some friends that don't really drink either. And, and so it's good where we can all be able to partake and not have to have anybody feel like they're left out. So one of the things I always do whenever I travel is check out the local pizza. Where's the best place for pepperoni pizza in Lewis? Well, one of our favorite places for pizza is called Crusted Craft. It's located along Highway 1. And we split a couple pizzas there with friends. We went on our vacation last fall and everybody got great reviews from everybody. So we had a pepperoni. We bought one that was more veggie based for folks that prefer that on their pizza. And everybody came away happy, including the three toddlers. So that's pretty hard <laughs> to do. For sure. So obviously you wrote some uh, tremendous books about Delaware. I'm sure you've amassed a, a couple of different amazing travel tips. What's your best travel tip that you want to share with the listeners? I would say that whenever you go anywhere, I mean, just, I think it's always worth doing the research to try and find things to do that the locals do. You know, try to get outside kind of the main tourist areas, check out some of the neighborhoods, check out some of the things that are off the beaten path. I mean, some of the best travel experiences that I've had is when, you know, I've been taking, you know, public local public transportation in a city, gone to neighborhoods that are really kind of far out there and just taking a walk around, try the different things there. I mean, really try to take a cue from from the locals. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. I think it's obviously if you go to certain places, you have to do like the main touristy thing, right? You're not going to go to Paris and not do the Eiffel Tower, but you can also expand beyond like the core of, of the city and, and explore some of the other things that, that maybe, you know, the average tourist isn't going to be able to see. Exactly. And I would also say another tip for those of you with kids, one tip that I actually heard from somebody else that has really served us well many times is that, as we all know, your kids can get, no matter how old they are, probably can get kind of cranky after a day of sightseeing, a day of doing touristy stuff. And we found this to be true is that nothing will kind of chill them out. Like just find a local playground 
and let them play a place where local kids are playing. Let them go. Let them play. Let them run off some steam. It works. It's worked for us every time. No, I totally agree with that one for sure. Well, Rachel, I really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing all these amazing tips for Lewis and all these other cool cities in, in Delaware. Can you tell the audience a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Sure. Um, so I, my name is Rachel Kipp. By day, I work in communications and marketing. And by night, my husband, Dan Shortridge, and I have written two books about Delaware. So one of them is 100 Things to Do in Delaware Before You Die. And as the title says, we ran down 100 things you should absolutely do in Delaware when you come visit. And then our newest book, which comes out in October of 2022, called Secret Delaware, A Guide to the Weird, Wonderful, and Obscure, that really delves into more kind of like the weird, off-the-beaten-path stories in Delaware. So one of those things where like you may drive by one of those historical marker signs or an old building that looks abandoned and kind of wonder, well, what what's up with that? What's the story behind that? So we delved into it and found 80 stories like that and told them. That's fantastic. Yeah, I love it. Like, you know, no matter how long you've lived in an area or when you've moved to a new area, you don't know why that street is named after that person or anything like that. And so it's really cool to kind of be able to dive in to get to know a, a city that you've always lived in or get to know a city that you're traveling to or just moving to. Right. And in the case of Lewis, which we've been talking about, I mean, there was a bunch of different really interesting things we found there. Like there is a fountain of youth there um, that you can see. You can't drink from it, unfortunately, because it's on private property, but you can see it. And then also in Cape Henlopen State Park, there have been a lot of, or even along Lewis Beach, there have been a lot of shipwrecks that have been found there and lots of different tales and myths and lore to to discover. Well, fantastic. So if the listeners have questions about your books or about Lewis or any of those other cities that we've covered, what's the best way to reach you on social media? I think the best way to find me would be on Twitter. I am at RKIP, R-K-I-P as in Paul, P as in Paul. Fantastic. Well, we'll, we'll definitely include the links set on the show notes. And Rachel, it's been a pleasure talking to you, and we look forward to seeing you when we travel there. Thank you. It's been nice talking to you, too. What a fun conversation with Rachel. I think Delaware is one of the few states that I haven't visited yet. And after learning about it from Rachel, I need to book a trip. You can find all the links we talked about today at wetravelthere.com forward slash Lewis. We want to say thank you to Clear for being today's affiliate partner. Clear keeps you moving through airports, stadiums, and more with their exclusive touchless ID verification technology. Take advantage of our special limited time offer where you can try Clear free for two months. Go to wetravelthere.com forward slash clear to sign up today. Join us next time as we visit Ile sur la Sorgue of France to speak with my new friend Kevin McGough of surlaroutekm.com. In this episode, Kevin and I talk about going antique shopping in the local shops, visiting the Notre Dame de Angus, and seeing the sculptures at Villa de Tris. We hope you join us when we travel there. If you've enjoyed this podcast episode, please share it with your friends and tell me what you like most. Make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast app. That way you won't miss any of our upcoming destinations. Mm-hmm.